live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Election deniers didn't prevail in the key battlegrounds, but CBS tallied it, and at least 155 House Republicans in the new Congress have raised unfounded doubts about the validity or integrity of the 2020 election. These are going to be your colleagues that you will be working with. What change is that going to affect in the work you do? Well, that's a statement about the political contamination of the GOP by Donald Trump. And again, um, you know, Kevin McCarthy and other leaders within the Republican Party are now required to make a decision about whether they're going to try to rid themselves of Donald Trump um, and his toxic influence on the party. But these 155 uh, House Republicans are his constituency. Kevin McCarthy, if he wants to be leader, will need to consider. Yes. Well, it's a real problem for Kevin McCarthy now because um, there are certain uh, pro-Trumpists within his House caucus who refuse to accept that he's really with Trump and they want to get rid of McCarthy. And some of them, they, they have names very early in the alphabet, like Biggs, and they might just vote for Trump when they, you know, take the roll call for speaker. So we know that the the hard right Freedom Caucus people are in search of another candidate. And one potential candidate uh, whose name has been floated is Donald Trump himself, because the Speaker of the House does not have to be a member of the House. And they are talking about putting Trump right there. That's not a real option now. Well, they talk about it repeatedly. And if Trump decided he wanted to do it, it would pose a profound problem for their party because they refuse to do the right thing early on. I mean, today it seems like the spell has been broken. It's begun to dissolve. We don't have Republicans around the country claiming that they really won when it's mm -hmm. been certified that they lost their elections. Um, and yet there is still this big lie dogma, which, as you say, has been embraced by 150 members within their caucus. And so that is going to create profound cognitive and political dissonance within the GOP. Is it really Trump's party or does it stand for something else? And Liz Cheney yeah. and Adam Kinzinger are going to force that question. They're going to force the Republicans to choose. Well, I'm going to tell you a little, Jamie Raskin, it's not Trump's party. It's our party. Trump, we became MAGA when Trump left on January 20th of 2021. I need everybody that's watching right now to understand that. OK, stop hoping and wishing for a political savior when the answer is us. We, the people, are the political answer. Trump is not the leader of the party. Trump just happens to be the person that we look to as the general of the MAGA movement. We, the people, are MAGA. And that's why we, the people, can't be stopped. And until we, the people, start playing on the same level field, 
same level playing field as the other players in the game, as they had talked a little bit about uh, this morning in, uh, in Loud Majority, which we'll touch on a little bit here, then we're going to continue to have a problem. But it's not we, the people's fault, that they are not releasing these ballots and these, the number of the, uh, th- these uh, Republicans who won. It is the people that are, are in charge of that that are to blame. You, the LFA family members, me, Loud Majority, all the, all, everybody here, we're doing everything that we can do and some. We're doing everything that we can do and some. When Trump told you there's no way they were going to steal the election from him because the laws in place uh, were basically uh, barring that from happening, they did it anyway. Trump thought for sure that he was never going to have to leave that White House based on fraud. When Mike Pence said, we're going to look at everything and we're not going to allow any illegal ballots, he did have the power to do that. He just didn't follow through with that. As Carrie Lake still sits here and says, we won the race. We won this race. And so did Abe Hamadaw and so did so many others by the numbers. Charlie Kirk has been telling you by the numbers. Sean and I have been going through the numbers. And the numbers tell us and the laws tell us that these people won or are winning. If they don't pull it out, it's not because of you. It's not because of me. It's because the people that are there that actually have the power to stop something or to change something or to show somebody something that somebody did are not doing it. So don't be discouraged uh, in each other. Don't be discouraged in the mainstream media calling races for people that the actual officials have not called yet just so they can sow discord and divide in us while they hold the ballots. You are doing everything that you were supposed to do for the last two years. So am I. So is everybody else. The problem is, is the people that put these 60 plus election security laws in place The people that voted these in, the people that are supposed to be overseeing this, the lawyers, the GOP, the leadership, they're not doing anything. MAGA is doing everything that we can do. Adam Laxalt, as far as I know, has not conceded. Mathematically, there was no way for her to come back and win until they held held the vote, held the race, uh, the, uh, the, the official call on that, and then printed more ballots or counted more ballots or I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know. Laxalt was a guaranteed win by the numbers. Carrie Lake is a guaranteed win by the numbers, especially, we'll get into this in a little bit, only 17% of same-day voters are Democrats. So the fact of the matter is, it isn't the system and it isn't what you did and isn't what I did that's breaking or that is broke over the weekend. It is the people that are in charge. We can only do so much on the ground and we've done more than we were expected to do. We've done more than we were expected to do in these last two years. And we built an entire system in which they can't cancel culture us. We've done more than we were supposed to. I'll go back. I'll, I'll, I'll go back again right now. Let's go back. Where's my phone? Let's go back right now to what I put. I put out a, a, uh, I put out a, uh, a post yesterday. And I said this. Over 60 election security laws were passed all together in all these swing states. That's what we did. We did this in just two years to prepare for November 8th, which just happened. The proper mechanisms were and are in place. The problem is that those who violate them and every other law are not held accountable by party leaders and law enforcement. So why pass them if you won't enforce them? We are doing our part. And then I ended it with time to take control on Tuesday, Trump. Again, 
You and I are doing everything that God's instructed us to do and has empowered us to do. Do not be discouraged in each other. Do not go to Carrie Lake's page and go, wait a minute, I thought you said. She said because the laws and the, and the numbers, the math are there. Don't go to Charlie Kirk's page and be like, Charlie Kirk, I thought you said. Charlie's doing everything that he's supposed to be doing. He's giving you solutions and he's giving you news. Don't come here and say, Jeremy, I thought you said. We're doing it all by numbers and reality. The problem is, and this is what Loud Majority touched on in the very beginning of the show, was this, okay? Jeremy, we don't care. Any state that went past election day cheated, period. Amen, Bad Moon. Amen, period, period. I agree with that 100%. A thousand percent as a matter of fact. And here's the thing too. The MSM is calling all these races. Secretary of States aren't. They're not officially saying this person won or that person won. The mainstream media is, and then these, you know what these candidates are doing? They're conceding. That's one of the biggest problems we have right now. They're conceding knowing that there is video and testimony and, and, and all of this stuff of the fraud, this time before, during, before and during that the that lawsuits, which we're going to talk about today, are actually coming out on. But they're conceding because the mainstream media projects. Guess what? Charlie Kirk projected. I projected. Sean Ferris projected. How did we project? Steve Bannon projected. We projected based on numbers, numbers left, registered voters. We projected too. But the problem is, is these weak candidates are conceding and the Republican leadership aren't doing anything. And there's a solution for that still. But the prop, what, what we need to do, well, we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll get to that tomorrow in, in, in a little bit in this show. Like I said, we did everything that we were supposed to do, and we continue to do everything that we're supposed to do. Why is MTG pushing for Kevin McCoward for speaker, says Karen? I don't know, but I told you what I said. I told you what I said. Anybody that supports Kevin McCoward as Speaker of the House does not have the best interest of MAGA. They may have the best interest of GOP, but they do not have the best interest of in MAGA. Mastriano, yes, he also conceded. I get it, folks. I get it. A hundred percent. But you cannot expect everything to go our way that's out of our control. That's why God says, don't focus on things that are out of your control. Focus things that are in your control. And if this is happening, clearly and not enough of you, maybe even myself, I don't know, I don't want to just point fingers here, but clearly not enough of we the people are having faith and trust in God. And we need still a lesson to learn. Clearly. I'm not saying that, but here we are. Now, a lot of people say, Jeremy, I thought you said we won the house. Let me just explain something to you that I'll talk about in the first and foremost section as well. We need less than one third of the races out there left to claim claim the house. And the numbers are there. Now, if they keep bringing Penske trucks in for days, what are we supposed to do and say? That is not your job. That is not my job. We can't put on capes and fly to Arizona and fly to Nevada and just, I don't know what, (laughs) what? So you got all these people that are saying they're giving up. There's your solution to lose. You want to say, do you want to know how you lose? You don't do anything. So congratulations to anybody who says, I give up and is not looking on what else we can do. Look what we've done in two years. You wanted the House. You wanted the Senate. So did I. You wanted Arizona. So do I. Well, the House, we win by the numbers. The Senate, we won by the numbers, but mainstream media is calling it and people are conceding. And the votes aren't even tallied yet. Secretary of States aren't calling these races yet. We've just got into this complacency in America where we take the word of CNN or ABC or Fox. Who are they? Who are they outside? Are they any better than what we are doing right here? 
P. Ganame says, nothing went our way. Tell me how. Tell me how. How many red seats did we get? How many, how many seats did we flip from blue to red in this house? How many? Did we not overturn Roe v. Wade? Did we not put in 60, 60 plus election security laws that are just not being followed? Everybody who says, I give up, you lost. And you're on the losing side. Every single person. Let me tell you this. If your brakes are bad and you take your brakes to an auto mechanic and you pay for those brakes to be fixed and, they, and you pay for brand new brake pads to alleviate the problem, to fix the problem, and then you get your car back and your car isn't fixed, is it, is it going to be your husband's fault for, tell, for him telling you to take it to the garage? Is it going to be your friend's fault for saying, hey, your brake, your brake pads look bad? Your brake pads look bad right now. Uh, you should take those in. Okay, I'll take them in. And then you get your car back and it's not fixed. Do you blame your friend? If you have a leak in your roof and you call the and and somebody and you call a friend and your friend says, hey, you better call a contractor. Okay, you call the contractor. The contractor comes. They fix your roof. And guess what? Your roof still leaks. Are you gonna blame your friend for telling you to call the contractor? You see how dumb that is? See how dumb that sounds? No. You go to the people that are supposed to be held accountable to make sure the roof don't leak or the brakes work. It's common sense. It's common sense. Now, I want to give you an update. I want to give you some... I have a lot of good news for this show. But everybody only wants to focus on bad news. Look at what's happening. (laughs) It's a funny world we live in. It is a funny world we live in. I would like to give you an update. Remember the little girl that we prayed for? You remember the little girl that we prayed for last week? The one that was in the hospital? Let me see if I have her picture here so I can re-show you this picture. Where's that picture that we have? Right here. There we go. Deandra, remember this little girl? Ladies and gentlemen, I got an email last night, or maybe it was the night before, saying that prayers were answered. These prayers were answered. Can you smile at that? She's home. She's home. She's doing better. She's holding food down. We prayed for this little girl. We prayed for Deandra, and she's getting better. There was a point where there was no hope. And guess what? We all put our faith in the Lord for this. The problem is we won't put our faith in the Lord for other things as well. That's the problem. We won't put our things, our faith in the Lord for other things as well. But we put our faith in the Lord for little girls like this, for Deandra. How happy are you now to know, to, to know that she's getting better and she's holding food down and she's actually uh, doing better? That's praying for healing, ladies and gentlemen. That is praying for healing. That's great news. I'm so very excited over that. Now let's get into the verse of the day that said, pick up your mat and let's go. Pick up your mat and let's go. A lot happened over the weekend. Some good news and some bad news. What I would like to remind you of is that no matter what we go through in this crazy battle that we're in 24 hours a day that we choose to engage in because giving up is not an option, it's not in our hands or our ability to change what we want when we want. All we can do is what God allows us to do and what we've done over the last two years. We can never put our hope in men or society. It always has to be in God. This weekend, I did more than I usually do. I went to a men's prayer group at 7 a.m. this morning, on sa- or on Saturday, I mean, and went back and, and joined the worship team now that my campaign is done. I also spoke with J.R. Majewski this weekend, and he's doing the same thing, running to God in troubled times 
to make sure that you get what you need to get out there and fight the way God wants you to fight. It's the only place that you or anyone else will find peace. God is working. He is using us for this battle that we are in. So focus on that, focus on him, and focus on faith. Verse of the day today comes from John 5, 5 through 9. It says, one man was there who had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been uh, here or there a long time, he said to him, do you want to be healed? That's it. The sick man answered him, sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And when I'm going, uh, when I'm going another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, get up, take your bed and walk. And at once the man was healed and he took his bed and walked. Folks, we have been in a system that has been controlled by very bad and evil, greedy people for decades. Just like this man was suffering for decades. For decades, we have felt powerless and hopeless. We had no say in how things were done to the point where our American brothers and sisters, our mothers and fathers by the millions would say, who cares what we say or if we vote? Or how we vote. They're just going to do what they want anyway. Sound a little familiar about what's going on? How many of you said that before? Raise your hand in the comment section and say me. Be truthful. How many of you said that I'm not going to do it anymore because they're just going to put in who they want anyway? The thing about that is, is they weren't wrong. That is exactly what has been going on. And the only difference between 20, 30, and 40 years ago and today is that Donald J. Trump came along in 2016 against all odds, against all polls, and won, and he exposed it for us. Now we know 100% that, that it is what they, um, we know 100% that it is what they do because we are watching it unfold right before our eyes once again. So, we have a choice. We can stand by the healing pool, waiting for somebody to come along and fix our problems with a little hope with little hope that it'll ever change, or we can pick up our mat, have faith in the Lord like the lame man of 38 years did, and have faith of a mustard seed that God is directing us on the right path and we are changing the world every day. The real question that you need to look in the mirror today and ask yourself is this, do you want to be healed? It's that simple. Do you want to be healed individually and as a society? Do you want to be healed? If so, there's an action that must be taken by you. You have to say, Yes, I want to be healed. And that requires faith and works on your part. The days of saying, I'm done, I can't do anything, and we can't do anything to stop the evil, need to come to an end, and they need to come to an end right now if you actually want to be healed. Think about this in length today. Go read the verses that I put in here yourself. Let Jesus speak to you. You, me, the whole LFA family have done so much for each other in this country. Today's a new day. Today marks a new week. Let today also be the day that you say, yes, I want to be healed and pick up your mat and walk into the light and on the path that God puts you on. You can allow yourself to get discouraged sometimes, but don't allow yourself to give up on yourself or on this country or on God. Get up, rise up. We have work to do in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Folks, let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. All of us together. Let's lift up our voices. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And let me just say this too, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus himself said that if you consider yourself a Christian, you will never be done fighting. Ever. Ever. So if you're in this fight for this country and for God, know that your days are never going to be peaceful. You're trying to make peaceful days for your kids. You're trying to make peace, uh, peaceful days for your grandkids. Your days of peace are never going to be here. They're done. They're over. Put on the armor of God. Fight for the light. Fight for the right to party. <laughs> If you know what I mean. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Let's get into it first and foremost. Please lift up your cups. Here we go. Republicans, officially, this is what we talked about in the very beginning. Oh, by the way, I, before we get to the uh, first and foremost, I want to I show you something new that we have done here on Live from America. And uh, we took our cue from, uh, from Mike Crispy on this one, ladies and gentlemen. But here we are. We've got the LFA TV rumble chat up on the board. Hallelujah. God bless each and every single one of you. Remember, our days of peace are never going to come again. Not yours, not mine. It's our children and our grandchildren that we're fighting for now. So don't expect peace. Expect always to fight. Look at all these people. Amen. Put on the full armor of God. No Jesus and no peace. Look at all this, ladies and gentlemen. Just looked it up. Oregon House seat just went red. Exactly, Mr. Chuff Chocolate. Look at all of the seats we're flipping. Pretty sure Oregon was stolen again from the governor. I don't disagree. I, di I don't disagree. Jeremy, when do you think you'll have the maroon-colored Armor of God V-Nex shirts large back in stock? I want to order some for Christmas. We'll have them back in a couple weeks before Christmas, I can promise you. Look at all of that. Look at all these rumble ra uh, rumbles, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you. We will show this chat throughout the day, and I want to thank you for the rumble rants as well, okay? God's got this, says Brad. That's what I love about this LFA family. You guys understand reality. You guys understand reality, and you get it, and you understand what is needed for you to do in order for us to continue this fight, period, period. I love it. Let's, here we go. Republicans officially need less than one-third, less than one-third. What do we have, 212? We have 212, 213 right now. We need five more. We need five more to take the House. Why do you think little Jamie Raskin in the beginning of this show, by the way, if you did not watch the beginning of the show, please go back and watch, okay? Please go back and watch. Flip the seats like Jeremy flips a table. Amen. Amen. Folks, Jamie Raskin is worried that Trump is going to become Speaker of the House. Now, I am not going down this road right now of whether or not Trump should or shouldn't or will or won't claim that he's going to be Speaker of the House. Some say that's why he waited until after the midterms instead of actually the reason he said. That's not what I am talking about right now. What I'm talking about is this, ladies and gentlemen. If Jamie Raskin, if Jamie Raskin is saying that he's afraid that they are going to make Donald Trump the Speaker of the House. What is he silently saying to you? What is he saying? What is he saying, the, 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 the quiet part out loud? Please, if you put it in the chat, I will try to read it. If Jamie Raskin is saying that they are afraid that Donald Trump is going to be the Speaker of the House, whether he is or whether he isn't, that's not the argument here. The argument is here is why would he say it? Why would he go on CNN, ABC, CBS, any of these people, and why would little Jamie Raskin say that? 
I made a song called Rebirth of America that somebody just brought up. And I wrote that song, I think, a little prematurely. I think that was like a little prophetic moment. And I'm not even, I'm not claiming to be a prophet or anything like that. But God all uses us for the skills that he gave us. And I do believe we are experiencing a rebirth of America. It has to hurt if, it has, if it's going to heal. And if we take this house, ladies and gentlemen, why? And I'm, and I'm saying if, because at this point, who knows what the Republican leadership of the law enforcement is actually going to do to stop anybody from doing it. But what I'm saying is this. If Jamie Raskin is worried that they're going to put Trump as Speaker of the House, and he's even saying it on TV, what does that tell you? What does that tell you? It doesn't tell you that he is or he's not going to be Speaker of the House. What that tells you is the House, they know the House is gone. They know it's gone. Why do you think that Lauren Boebert has been, at, has been uh, the winner with less than 1% left to report for, for a week now? Why do you think that is? Because they know what we don't know, or they know what we do know, but we just won't admit that God gave us. God answered our prayers. Are you turning from him today? Are you turning from God today and putting your faith in me? Are you turning from God and put your faith in, 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 in the mainstream media and what they tell you? Where are you putting your faith today? That's what God is testing you today. We know who won. We know that we won the house. Stop leaving God. Stop walking away from God's blessings. He answered your prayers. We won the house. That's why Jamie Raskin said what he said in the very beginning of this show. And I see so many people falling away from God. Don't do it. Go back. Know that he answered your prayers. Don't question whether he answered your prayers. That's the key. That is the key. So again, I ask you, if we need one, less than one-third left of the remaining votes that are out there, the remaining races that are out there, and Jamie said that, then you tell me what you think. And don't be blaming somebody if you or myself or somebody else is wrong. We're doing everything that we can do here. And more. And more. My kids and my wife and me are having the hardest times in our lives right now as a family because of this job, because of what's going on with me. Because of how, how much we put into this, campaigning and this job. I barely remember my kids' names. I'm sure most of you are the same way. Why are you blaming each other? Why are you blaming Kerry Lake or blaming Donald Trump? When you point fingers, three are always pointed back at you. We do not live by that on this LFA family, period. We just don't. We just don't. Now, despite, despite the fact, ladies and gentlemen, by the numbers that we know that 17% of Democrats turned out on election day. Katie Hobbs and the Democrats are still winning with over 50%. You tell me if they're winning or if they're holding on to their last winning recorded numbers. Because that's what Carrie Lake says. Carrie Lake says those numbers only look that way because they're not putting in the other numbers. What are they waiting for? They're not waiting to count them, says Carrie Lake. Charlie Kirk actually put out a, 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 uh, a statement that I did not agree with the other day, but I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm not in a bad mood. Chan, I'm not in a bad mood at all. I'm, in, I'm not in a bad mood at all. I'm fired up. This is me in wartime. I'm not in a bad mood at all. Matter of fact, I have a smile on my face almost every single day. Charlie Kirk put out a statement from the, uh, from the Arizona officials that said, stop doing this, stop doing what you're doing, stop uh, protesting, stop doing this, because they're, doing any, they're, they're using any excuse they can to not actually release the counted votes. But, my, but here's, my, here's my beef with that, Charlie. They would say that the sky is too gray if they're holding on to the votes. 
I do not agree with disincentivizing people to use their First Amendment and go there and surround that place like Jericho Walls. That's why the pre-show video had that song on today, and that's exactly what happened. And I encourage them to keep it up. Yes, we know they're trying to bait us into another January 6th by holding the votes back. We know this. We know this. And I could give a shift less. How about that? I don't care what they say. Put us in jail just like the January 6th people. I don't care. I'll be on my knees praying to God in jail then. I am not mad. I am on fire for the Lord. And I am on fire, ladies and gentlemen, for this family and our country. This is wartime LFA. So let me ask you this question. If we know that 17% of Democrats only showed up on election day and all those people that didn't show up or that got rejected, their votes, aren't just, their votes are not being released. And Carrie Lake is telling you, we won, they're not releasing them. Let me ask you this. Why did, the, um, why did Biden's top border official resign this weekend? Why? They can sit and lie every day. They can sit and they can lie every day and say, there is no problem at the border. Republicans are lying. There is no problem at the border. We've got it secure. Kamala Harris, the cackling jackal, is doing her job. We've got it secured. Why? They could just keep saying that. They could just keep saying that the border isn't wide open, right? Right? Because they just say that every day. So what's the difference in them saying that a month ago and them saying that today? Why did he resign or forced out? Why? If it's not a big deal, if they can just lie and they can just do whatever they want, having this guy resign is bad news for them. It's bad news bears. It either A, forces them to admit that there's a border problem because they're saying that he resigned over pressure after a historically bad year of illegal immigration. So let me ask you a question, because this ties into Arizona. If they can just lie anyway, and they say there is no problem at the border, then Biden accepting the resignation, whether he was forced out or resigned on his own, of the top border official at the southern border, then that A says that there is a problem at the border, and that's why he resigned. So you have to admit that. And or B, because Carrie Lake is about to come in and and, and, uh, declare a border invasion, and they know this, And she would instruct Abe Hamadot to then put out an indictment on the Biden officials who allowed this treachery and this treason to go on. Do you see, you guys, look, faith, family, freedom, right there. This is an armor of God shirt. Why do I wear this? I wear this as much as I possibly can because we have to have faith and we have to see the forest for the trees. We have to have the faith in God. We have to be family-minded, not attack each other. I see so many people attacking each other in here over differences of opinions, which I think is absolutely stupid. And we have to attain our freedom. And I just don't know why this top border official, I just don't get after 2.5 or or more million illegals have come in, why he would just, I don't know, resign. Chris Magnus is his name. Chris Magnus is his name. Again, they could just sit, keep saying that the, the White House or the, the, uh, the southern border is fine and just leave him in place. But he resigned or was forced out for a reason. And it's not because he wanted to build a wall. It's not because he wanted to secure the southern border. So you tell me what it is. You tell me what it is. Arizona Secretary of State just called the election for herself. What? <laughs> of course she did. 
Of course she did. It's, it doesn't matter if she calls it herself or not. The votes aren't in. The ballots aren't in. I don't know if that happened or not. I don't know if that's the case. Did that just happen while we were on? Eli, can you see if uh, Katie Hobbit just actually called the election for herself? What a, what a joke that would be. It wouldn't be valid. I can tell you that. Carrie isn't going to win, unfortunately. Debbie from Spokane, Washington, just be kind. Faith over fear. Let me pop up the chat here so you guys can see what's going on. Uh, in case you're not watching, in case you're listening on audio or you're watching on Roku or Fire Stick. Um, well, I guess they wouldn't. Uh, they'd watch it on here. They, they'd still see it. Onward, Christian soldiers marching as to war, says W. Wilson. Amen. Amen. You can't see the trees for the forest, C.B. Donnelly. I will never attack you for being am your judge, but I will make you prove your point, says Bad Moon. She did last night. She called the election for herself last night. That's funny. Somebody said they could not believe that, that uh, Doug Mastriano conceded. Well, I actually am trying to get Doug on tonight. She did last night, said Race Mom. Yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't see it. No, Lake is losing bad. T-Y's, well, not really. Come on. Kerry will not concede and will file suit and demand recount. Well, speaking of filing lawsuits, we're going to get to that here in a second too. But again, you have to ask yourself, why, why did the top border official resign? But yeah, what a crazy, what a, what a crazy, uh, unbelievable, huh? Kerry Lake. I mean, uh, not Kerry Lake, but uh, what's her name there? Uh, Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs calling it for herself. How, what a joke that is, huh? Unbelievable. All right, I want to see something here. It doesn't look like I have this figured out. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take a I want to take a quick break for a moment. And while I do, I'm going to put on the uh, I'm going to put on the uh, the Rumble chat. I'm going to put on the Rumble chat while we go and do a uh, do a, a commercial read real quick. So let me put this up real quick. And I want to talk to you guys about HomeTitleLock.com, ladies and gentlemen. Look, we're living in a world where people are running rampant. Okay. We're living in a world where people are actually allowed to run rampant, ladies and gentlemen. That's what they're doing. They're allowing them to steal things. They're allowing them to beat people. Look at Lisa and Sterling Nakan. Look at Lisa and Sterling Nakan. Look at everything they went through. We're, we're, we're living in a crime-ridden world, ladies and gentlemen, and we need to protect ourselves as much as we possibly can. Home Title Lock is a way to do that. HomeTitleLock.com has already helped so many LFA family members. That's not a cliche or or just a saying. That's true. I always tell you to ask people in the chat. Ask them in the chat, ladies and gentlemen, about these sponsors that they choose to use. Okay? HomeTitleLock.com is less than $20 a month, and it will protect these people from stealing the, the, uh, the equity that you have in your home. And that is where they're going. They're not going after your personal identity anymore. It's too hard. It's too risky. But it's very easy, very cheap. Very quick to steal your equity in your home. So go to HomeTitleLock.com and, uh, and sign up today, ladies and gentlemen. HomeTitleLock.com. Now see, Scotty said, or somebody said she's only down 26000 at this point. Somebody said 35000 Look, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why you're getting difference of opinions here, the reason why you're getting all this news is because we're getting it from the mainstream media. Okay? We're getting it from the mainstream media. And until we have the right people to go in there, and actually hold these people accountable by law, you and I can only do as much as you and I can do. And that's why we're going to keep... I am not going to let what they're doing discourage what I'm doing. 
And there is, a, there is a solution here outside of the election security laws that we just put into place that we figured that people would abide by because you'd had the right people in there enforcing them. Amen? Okay, so AP says it's down 26,000 with 93% in. The judges won't do anything, said Piglet. I'm waiting for President Trump's announcement tomorrow. Well, so am I. So am I. Election judge in Arizona said, yes, we're going to talk about that actually right now. We're going to go into that story right now. So good segue. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. A Maricopa County election judge has literally come out and said she believes that the machines were programmed to reject ballots on election day or late that night before. Michelle Swinnick is her name. She was an election judge in Maricopa County on election day last week. Following the election, Michelle stepped forward to discuss what she experienced in Maricopa County on election day. Michelle worked at the center in a heavily Republican district. According to Michelle, the tabulators worked perfectly the night before the election because they have to test them. That was one of my questions. I said, did they even test these things? Did they even test these things? Then on election day, they quit working. Only one in 10 ballots were accepted through the tabulators. The officials were told to put the defective ballots in a different section called door three. Michelle, who was an election judge, believes this was all planned. The election officials knew that Republicans were going to come out in force that day, as they did in the primary, and this was a planned operation. Election Judge Michelle Swinnick, now this isn't something that you and I don't know, but what we didn't know before was that there was an election judge who's willing to back that up. She's come forward to report what she experienced. She said she worked on election day as a judge at the Islamic Voting Center in Scottsdale, Arizona. Doesn't sound very Republican to me. Anyway. She reports that the center is heavily Republican with no party designated voters as the second most popular demographic, followed by very, dem- uh, very few Democratic voters. Swinnick says that the tabulators all worked perfectly during the test the night before the election. The problem with scanning began immediately with the very first ballots they put in. Voters scanned their ballots between four and 12 times with very minimal success. Poll workers estimated that one in 10 ballots were being read for the first three hours of voting before they were just telling them, oh, we're just going to reject them outright. Think about that. She said, this happened at the very beginning. This is an election judge. So let me just go now, ladies and gentlemen, because they have found that the cause of the election, uh, the tabulator's failure, is that the ballots were larger than the printer parameters. How were the election ballots that Katie Hoblet, Hobbit is in charge of because she's the Secretary of State, she didn't recuse herself even though she's in this election. How did her office have ballots the next day after they were already tested to be larger than the printer parameters which caused them to kick them out? Ladies and gentlemen, that is clear. That is clear. That it, even if it wasn't on purpose, it is negligence and there should be a recount. There should be a recount, and not a recount, a re-election, a redo, I mean. Redo the election. Technical expert Dan Sundin, S-U-N-D-I-N, was honed in, uh, honed in on excuse me, the likely cause of why 30% of the tabulators in Arizona did not process a majority of Republican ballots that election day. And he said, the ballot size wasn't the same. Why does that matter? He said, the sample ballot PDFs published by Maricopa County and the Runbeck printed comp- ballots used for the mail-in voting were correctly made to 20 inches in length. However, the ballot on-demand printers used for in-person voting only have 19-inch trays that contain 19-inch ballot paper. 
So that is how the machines were rejecting. It wasn't like somebody was on the other side of it, pushing the machine, uh, pushing the ballots back out. It was the ballot parameters. It was the ballot size. And, and here's my problem with this, okay? How did nobody on election morning also do some tests? How did they, how did they do that? How did they not do that, I should say? Where were they? Now, I want to play you some people's testimonies coming. And these are, and by the way, these are testimonies that are being used in lawsuits. Again, I know, nobody, I know everybody doesn't have faith, faith in the lawsuits. I get that. Fact of the matter is, we report news here, not what we want. My- Excuse me. We report news and we report solutions. News and solutions. That's what we do here. That's what we've always done here. I'm not just going to manufacture things and say, well, this didn't happen and this didn't happen. I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. I always give my opinion. Listen to some of these testimonies. My name is Steve Handelin. At 5.30 in the morning on November 11, I was number nine in line at the Anthem Outlet Center for voting. At six when it opened, we were admitted. I got a ballot and I voted. And when I went to put it in the tabulator, to my great surprise, what I found was a line of 20 or more people waiting to put their ballots in the tabulator. One of the tabulators was broken and the other tabulator kept rejecting everyone's votes. As a consequence, everyone who was outside of the voting area was not allowed in because there wasn't room for that many people. We were given a choice. They would take your uh, ballot and put it in a box for later, or they would mark it as no good and you could get a new ballot and try it again in the voting machine, in the tabulator. I did the latter and I was lucky. Mine got through my second vote, but I saw a lot of people whose second and third votes did not get through. And when I left, there were still probably a block and a half or two blocks of people waiting in line at 7.15 in the morning. Two hours. We, it, this process took you two hours. That's it, I'm done. We voted on election day at the tariff-free council chambers. Worker gave us a pen when we took the top off. It was a felt tip type pen. We are making a HAVA Title III complaint. Very well. Hi, my name is Julie Jones. I voted at St. Andrew's Church at 31st Avenue in Choya. Um, when I went to put my ballot inside the feeder machine, it just kept cycling through. It did take my vote, but it never did a confirmation and allowed me to, to okay it. Kevin Bembry, um, live at I-17 in Union Hills Drive. I um, went to the uh, voting uh, polling station at Deer Valley, the Deer Valley School District office, which is uh, the 101 and 15th Avenue. I arrived there and uh, they were saying that the uh, tabulating machines were down, but the poll worker proceeded to give me addresses which were way out. All right, let's, let's, let's like cut that down. Okay, so way. ladies and gentlemen, long story short, those go on and they go on and they go on, okay? I think what you're going to see here is if they really do call this election for Katie Hobbs, if they really do, I think Carrie Lake has more in place to get a redo for the election because of everybody being turned away, because of everybody not being able to vote, 
because of the real-time videos that we took where people actually have standing, I think Carrie Lake has a better chance of getting a redo on the election as a whole than any other candidate has ever had. I'm not saying that is what's going to happen. What I'm saying is, ladies and gentlemen, is she has a better chance than anybody I've ever seen before to actually get that done because of the standing, okay? Because of that. Thank you, uh, Linda, Linda, we'll try, okay? It will happen again in 2024 if we don't stop this crap. Oh, exactly, Tommy. We're going to talk about something at the very end of the show, so I hope you stay tuned. I hope you stay tuned, and I hope you guys have liked and rumbled. By the way, if there's anybody new that is here watching, please like the video. It's just it's called Rumble the Video. I know there's a lot, not a lot of people that are used to Rumble, but please like and Rumble the video. We appreciate it, all right? I do want to uh, take this minute to talk about uh, Tim Gustafson with insurance, excuse me, insurity medical services, ladies and gentlemen. It's in the link to this description. It's hard for me to pull it up right now. I did not preset these uh, today because I was working so very hard to get you all this news today. Uh, but go to insuritifinancialservices.com slash Medicare today. Okay? The link is in the bio. You, all those who are on Medicare, some, one of our LFA family members saved $5,500 a year by going to another LFA family member to help them pick a Medicare plan. You have until December 7th to pick a Medicare plan. We're always talking about how we can protect ourselves and what we can do. This is one of them, ladies and gentlemen. This is one. So go to insurance, uh, insure it. I have a hard time saying that. Let's say it one more time. Insurityfinancialservices.com slash Medicare. Get a hold of Tim and he can help you out today, okay? Tim will get you uh, set right up because we know we've got only until December 7th, all right? Now, I had a dream last Thursday about Jericho Walls. I had a dream last Thursday about Jericho Walls, okay? It was actually the first real biblical dream I have ever had. The first real biblical dream that I think I have ever had, okay? That was last Thursday. As a matter of fact, (laughs) let's go back to that time. Let's go back to that time frame. I said, here we go. This was last Thursday. I said, every single person who claims MAGA in Arizona should descend on the Maricopa County offices and surround it like the walls of Jericho. Tens of thousands should go exercise their First Amendment right and demand the counting be finished by the end of the day. And I said, time to nut up or shut up. Whether you like that or not, that's what I said. Okay, yes, there'll be a five o'clock show today. So that's exactly what happened. Ben Berkwam started seeing that this one man, this one lone man on a bicycle was riding around the Maricopa County offices and he was praying. He was praying to God. You know, the person that could actually do something. He was praying to God. And then more people started showing up. And then more people started showing up. And then more people started showing up, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to go to this video of Ben Berkwam live on Saturday, I believe it was. Check this out. This is exactly what was happening. Beautiful to see. They were doing seven laps. We invite God back into our country. The left wants to take him out. And people on, on the right do as well, but we invite God back into our country. All my fears like Jericho walls gotta come down. Come down. All my fears like Jericho walls gotta come down. Yes, sir. God bless you. Amen. Yeah, they're good. My wife's uh, 100% now. No long-term pain. I love you, Billy. Love you, girls. That's why I do what I do. I, I, they're amazing. So God, God is good. Amen. Yeah, that 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 was. Uh, 
you know, a scary time, but it's funny because you think about like that, the times you grow in life are, are those times. And that brought us closer together as a family, really just reminded me how lucky I am, how blessed I am. And so, but thank you. And my, every time people so, ask, I mean. So there you go. So I want to explain something real quick to you. I used to be out on that front lines with Ben, okay? I used to be on that front lines with Ben, but then God directed me to come in here. He kept Ben out there and people like Ben out there and people like me in here because Ben is out on the ground bringing the news and I give it to as many people as I possibly can and we're working together. But this was a dream. This was a dream that I had on Thursday night and it came to fruition. So I ask you and I beg you to put your faith in God. Ask God for the answers and only God for the answers because God answers you when you ask for him. He answers your prayers when you ask for your prayers. He does. And this came to fruition. Now, whether it came to fruition because I had the dream or whether it came to fruition because people saw this show, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Wendy Rogers asked Ben to stop too. Yeah, see, I don't agree with that. And I love Wendy. I get it. But I do not agree with people saying just stop so they can count. They don't have any plans to. So we're going to put our faith in God, period. I will say this, though. I doubt that that one man who started riding the bike around seven times, praying to God for that seven laps, I doubt he saw LFA. That was God, ladies and gentlemen. That was God. And you're never going to make me believe that it wasn't. Now, I want to go back to something where, like I said, this cheating has been going on for decades and decades and decades. However, It really started ramping up in 2008 when a certain Barack Hussein Obama, a no-name senator that nobody knew from the the state of Illinois, from the state of Illinois, when he came, he said this, and this is why I love the internet. Let's go back and watch what Barack Hussein Obama said about the machines. Well, I tell you what, it it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. Boom. There you go. Um, but, but look, can we take that back? I come from, let's take that back. Let's take that back. Here we go. Let's listen to that one more time. Well, I tell you what, it it helps in Ohio that we got, uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. Um, but, but look, I come from Chicago. So so I want to be honest, Africa, it's not as if it's just, Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. Well, there you go. Barack Hussein Obama really started ramping this up. And then about three or four years after that, I remember Hillary said, it's, it's who counts the votes, not who votes. Remember that? That is when they started ramping it up, folks. And did you see everybody clapping? Good thing the the Democrats are in charge of the machines. Yay! Now, I will tell you this, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of Barack Hussein Obama, him and George Bush have a press conference, back-to-back press conferences this week on democracy and disinformation. But do you know when they decided to put it together? When Donald J. Trump said that he had something to say tomorrow. What is it going to be? I want you to tell me in the comment section... Here on Rumble, everybody said, why aren't we live on Getter? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing different, we're we're using different restreaming equipment. 
and it's very hard to rest- we're trying some changes out in LFA not only here but also Frankie producer as well and we're trying some changes out here and it's not allowing us to multi-stream to different social platforms so right now we're just dealing with some changes I don't know where we're going with this but we are going to be dealing with some changes here in LFA and we are going to start utilizing different platforms for different reasons we just we're just kind of in a in a in a period of changing some things around and getting some new stuff right now so just bear with us okay Bear with us on that one. Now, why is Barack Hussein Obama and George W. Bush working together to hold back-to-back conferences only after, by the way, this was only announced after President Trump said that he had something to announce tomorrow? What could that be? What could that be? Now, a lot of people think it's going to be running for president. I, I agree that's probably the most likely thing. But, you, but here's my opinion on this, okay? You just can't come out and say, I'm running for president. That's not going to be good enough. That's what everybody expects already. That is what everybody expects already. You cannot just come out tomorrow, Mr. Trump, and say, hey, I'm running for president. Now, you can come out and say, hey, I'm running for president. Here is my vice president pick, and here's what we're doing. That would be huge. You can come out and say, hey, I'm running for president. Here's what I will do. I promise you. The only promise I didn't fall through on is draining the swamp because I didn't have enough time. Here's what we're going to do. Here's the solutions. Here's what I want you to do. Here's your marching orders. Let's roll. That would be huge. But you cannot just come out and say, I'm running for president. It's not going to cut the mustard. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to be good. Of course, it's going to be good. Of course, it's going to give Herschel Walker a big bump. By the way, Kaylee McEnany telling President Trump to hold off until Walker is done. What a stupid thing to say. I love Kaylee McEnany, but what a stupid thing to say. All these Republicans have zero idea that we are not doing things your way anymore. I don't care if you are in leadership. I don't care if you did help the Democrats steal elections from people this cycle. I don't care. Your way is not going to be done. And and whether you you capitulate or whether you give in or wave the white flag or whether you don't, it's still going to be your way is not going to be done. Because we'll continue to divide this crap hole rhino Republican Party and let Democrats win for decades if that's the way you want to be. We're holding your party hostage. Period. I'm holding your party hostage. Trump is holding your party hostage. This does, party does not belong to you. It does not belong to DeSantis. It does not belong to anybody else. This party belongs to we the people in the MAGA movement and Trump was the conduit that gave us that power. Period. So let's play games. Mitch McConnell and in Republican leadership. You're trying to wait us out. We are going to wait you out and we'll destroy the whole system if we have to. Well, Democrats will be elected for decades and none of you will be back in power again ever. If that's the, if that's the road you want to go. I've lived with nothing. I've lived poor and I've lived with nobody. I'll go back and do it again. You think you're going to wait us out and, and, and that we're going to just conform to your way of doing things? You got another thing coming, Rep- uh, Republican leadership. So President Trump cannot just come out tomorrow and say, I'm running for president. He could, but it's not going to have the effect that it would unless he lays out a specific agenda with timelines. Period. Or he can come out and say he's going for the Speaker of the House. I'd love that too. And then run for president. Long story short, it's got to be coupled with something else. And Kaylee McEnany saying Trump should hold off? Shut up. Obviously, just shut up. You are great at what you do when you do what you do. But you're on Fox News. You're with the enemy, and you're telling President Trump to hold off? Shut up. Holding off, holding off 
is what dampened people's spirits and made them not wait in line for three hours on election day. Trump should not run in 2024. He needs to be speaker now. He can be speaker until 2024 and still run for president. He can do both. That's what I'm saying. Nut up or shut up. Grab the bull by the horns and time to go. Big bang MAGA. Ultra MAGA isn't going to cut it anymore. And I don't think Trump uh, denies this in any way. Now, I want to get uh, Mike Crispy's coming up next, and I do not want to cut into his time. So let's just go into this right now. Um, what's her name? Anna Navarro. You guys know Anna Navarro, right? Anna Navarro from uh, The View. Well, she went on CNN. She went on CNN, and she said that Florida, the only reason Ron DeSantis won Florida is because he gamed the system. No, the only reason Ron DeSantis won the Florida the, as bad as he did, Anna, was because it was an actual real vote. They put these election security laws in place that we did everywhere else. They just enforced them. They didn't enforce them in Arizona because you got Doug Ducey and Michelangelo Burnovich. They didn't enforce them in, in, in Georgia because you got Brian Kemp and worthless Brad Rattenberger. They sure as hell didn't enforce them in Michigan and in Pennsylvania because who do you have there in charge that's doing anything? They did it right in Florida. It's, they, they didn't game the system. That's the actual reality. Nobody likes Democrats. And that is the actual vote. That vote that you saw in Florida was a nationwide vote. That was a referendum on what we think about Democrats, and they hate it. They hate the fact that it was an actual, fair, honest, playing field vote, and they got crushed that bad. So they had to have cheated, right? Huh, sound familiar? Election deniers? Yeah, I told you he was going to win bigly. Mm -hmm. But listen, Ron DeSantis barely won in 2018 by 35,000 votes by the skin of his teeth against a black, progressive, little-known mayor from Tallahassee, Florida. It didn't. Yesterday, he won by 20 percentage points. Why? Because he gamed the system. Because he <laughs> turned Florida into an unlevel playing field. They changed election laws, making it harder to vote by mail. They paraded uh, a bunch of people, black people, that they arrested for uh, voting fraud and paraded them in front of national media. He created an election police. He <laughs> yep. also... Yep, he did all that. And that's exactly what every other state should do too, Anna, because it forces a level playing field, you dummy. What a moron that she is. What a moron. All right, I know Mike Crispy's coming up right next, so we're just going to go to that. I want to I want to show the uh, the chat one more time because it's nice to see you guys chatting in here. Um, so let's let's get back to that real quick. Uh, there's that there it is right there. And now while we're doing that, I want to go to this next story. And this next story, real quick, is just going to touch on something that Loud Majority said. Loud Majority said, "We are we are fighting fire." with water, with these elections. The name of the game is not votes today, it's ballots. This is something that I said months ago. I said, if they're going to stuff handfuls of ballots in drop boxes, then we need to as well. The name of the game is ballots, not votes. Now, it needs to be votes, and we can get it back to votes, but if we're not playing on the same level field, then how are we ever going to get back there? Democrats know how many votes they need, and they cast them during the forever campaign time in the name of phantom votes. Their ballot inventory comes from real ballots sent to fake addresses. And then they send somebody to collect those fake ballots. And it's never a Republican. Isn't that weird? When evaluating any system, one asks, is there an inherent contradiction? Is there something in the system that when pushed to scale will make it fail or blow up or both? Okay. For the ballot gathering strategy to work, Democrats need tens of thousands of phantom addresses and voters that they send people out to go get far before the election. A few is not enough. 
without thousands of loose ballots tied to phantoms, then it all comes crashing down. They also need Republicans to do absolutely nothing. The Wisconsin team proved in the election, adding even a small amount of friction, removing thousands of phantom names and identifying several hundred thousand incorrect addresses has a massive impact on the ballot gathering system. Okay, they went to scores of county register stars and challenged thousands of phantoms. Proof in hand, quietly below the radar, they showed registrars whose job it is that Bill Jones was not a real person. They helped clean up addresses that were wrong. This is the problem, ladies and gentlemen. They're playing the ballot game. So I hope President Trump has a huge plan for 2024. I hope he announces that entire plan, how we're going to kick the crap out of them and kick their teeth down their throat, regardless of any cheating they've ever done in the past. There are ways, and we're going to get to the bottom of it, and we're going to do them. We're going to implement these strategies on the battlefield the way you are supposed to do when you're fighting an evil this bad. You cannot be perfect when you're fighting somebody who's not playing by the the rules. So we're going to come up with a strategy. It's going to be a nationwide strategy. And we're going to kick their teeth down the throat once and for all. And we're going to do exactly across the nation what they did in Florida. And that's how we have a rebirth of America. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Crispy coming up next here on Live from America. It has been an honor to be here with you today. I love each and every one of you today. Please check out all of our awesome sponsors who actually give us a little bit of money to say what we're saying. Imagine that. Real sponsors. And please go check out JeremyHarrell.com, ladies and gentlemen, for everything else. I will see you at 11 a.m., no, 5 p.m. tonight. Mike Crispy coming up next, and then Anna Perez right after that. Do not miss them and show them the same love that you show me. There are right ways and wrong ways, but only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you at 5 p.m., so keep a smile on that face, whatever you do. Keep your families close. Keep spreading that gospel. Peace.